So here's the backstory of this show. This show is all about women helping women, women giving a voice to women, women supporting women in their greatest need. And I think the reason why I'm doing this show and like all the shows that I've done about this topic is because so many women in my life have helped me. And if women didn't give a voice, if women didn't take a risk on me, if women didn't mentor me, I wouldn't be where I am today. Actually, See Here, Love, the show wouldn't be here today. And so this show is about how we as women can help other women, how we as women can give voice to women who have no voice, especially those that are being sexually trafficked and those in modern day slavery. And this is something really close to my heart. All of my life, whether I was working at World Vision Canada or being supported by International Justice Mission and all of these organizations, that was part of the move to really get behind and support these causes. And so that is why the show See Her Love is supported by great organizations like this, but also it's why I do the work I do. If more women got involved and more women became voices and helped other women, imagine what the world would be like. And so that's the backstory. The backstory is really that you're gonna get sick possibly, of hearing all about these shows that are about women helping women, but I don't think so. I think that more women need to do it. I think we, myself, in media, need to keep pushing and pushing other women to support, and for sure, we are gonna give you resources and links and websites to get you started on the journey of helping. So that is the backstory to this show. When I grow up, I want to be just like them because today on the show, I'm highlighting some pretty amazing women, women who give voice to other women, women who are working hard to make a difference in their neighborhoods, country, and world, women who are just really, really cool. Oh, and I'm doing something really uncharacteristic of me for December. It's going to stretch me, and those who know me won't believe I'm doing it. That reveal is coming up right here on See Her Love. You are seen. Welcome back to See Here Love. I'm Melinda and I'm glad that you've joined us for a very special show focusing on these women here. That's right, these wonderful women here and why and how they do what they do to bring about change in their neighborhoods, country and world. I love these kinds of show because it's important that we highlight incredible women doing incredible things. So it's just gonna be a gush time. I mean gushing on you all throughout the show just so that you know. Starting off with Cheryl, yes. co-host from the beginning, new author, speaker, yes. social justice advocate. Look at us, just clapping away. <laughs> what is that? That's like, we're just on it. Well, that's what women do. Champion. And championing yeah. other women. Okay, Cheryl, thinking about women, uh, a woman speaker or preacher that you most admire? Hands down, Lisa Bevere. Okay. Uh, because she's just a princess warrior. <laughs> and she gives us permission, like a lioness rising, mm -hmm. like to roar. Roar, yes. Yeah, and I just, and I, it was one of the first women I heard speak with authority and power, and it just, it lit me up. Yeah, it's a good yeah. woman. And she's been on the show before, so mm -hmm. we've got a great connection. Mm -hmm. And to my right, a good friend, Megan Nichols. Hi. Hi, executive director of the Mississauga Food Bank. All right, Megan, a woman that you most admire. Well, I, I love being able to admire a woman younger than me, so Greta Thunberg and all uh -huh, the work she's yeah. doing in uh, talking about what we do in our world and how we take care of it and how we really ad adapt and step out to solve this climate crisis we're in. And she's just so impressive every time she talks. 
amazing. I love her too. And I like that that's a younger yeah. woman too. Because that's what we need to be as we get older. Yeah. That's sort of looking at and mentoring up. So that's really great. And this gorgeous woman to my left, Anu Kandida Thopal, Executive Director of International Justice Mission Canada. Glad to have you here. My pleasure. Okay, so a woman that you most admire as well. I admire a lot of people, okay. but uh, to bring a specific name is one survivor of human trafficking by name Taima. Uh, unbelievable courage, and she has taught me um, what leadership really is about. Mm -hmm. When she got out of slavery herself and set up her own business, mm -hmm. she fought for the freedom of people along, who were trapped along with her, mm -hmm. uh, but has now employed everyone else who was released and rescued with her. Oh and given them a life of dignity um, and a job. And just really, every time I think of Taima, the woman who has gone to the extreme extent mm -hmm. to rescue herself, the growing life within her womb, mm -hmm. and all of those families, I can't think of any other word more befitting than courage. Yes, uh, beautiful. When I think of her, yeah. Good, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing your story. Yeah. Linda Cho, mm -hmm. hi. Hi, Linda. Hi, hi, hi. Um, marathon runner, celebrity handler, church planter. And your question is the actor, a woman actor that you mm -hmm. most admire. Yes, I actually have two. Oh, okay. okay. But they have similar veins. The first one is Mindy Calling. The second one is Reese Witherspoon for the same reason. Both of them saw that there was a major gap in the industry that wasn't writing complex stories and work for women. So then they decided to write it for themselves. Mm -hmm. And I love seeing uh, the work that's coming out of Hollywood mm -hmm. um, by women for women and that are making uh, big, big truckloads of money. <laughs> yes. I, I would say for me, the woman I most admire would be, and I've said this before on the show, and is my birth mom, Dory, Beautiful. who uh, at 18 got pregnant, 19 um, had me, and uh, the courage it took for a young girl, not married, to uh, go through with the pregnancy. Uh, it's a pretty amazing story. So I'm always about, the, the admiring of her courage is a big part of my story in life. So I'm so proud of her. So great answers. I want to start off the show with this sense of like, we are about women and empowering women and identifying women that are doing great things. Well, talking about women and talking about helping and helping women, in our news and views section segment, it's a little different. Usually I share some stats, but this time uh, you're gonna see a little clip about something that I'm doing that's helping women around the world. Let's take a look. I am so excited to be here at my clothing sponsor, Denise Boutiques, because I am so excited to choose clothes for December. December's coming up soon, and I've got Christmas parties. I have got shows, See Here Love shows. I have events, and so I'm here today to get all of my clothes for December. Look around, beautiful stuff, and I'm so excited to wear them. Hi, Lee, it's so good to see you. Hey, Belle, it's always great to see you. And I'm so thankful that you are our clothing sponsor for See Here Love. We love dressing you. Oh. <laughs> and I love being dressed. Speaking of that, um, I'm so excited for December. I'm going to have all of these dresses from Denise Boutiques that I can wear. So I'm very excited to be here. To well, I'm happy you're excited. Okay. But you actually have one dress for the month of December. What do you mean one, Lee? You can make just it work. Just one? Mel. Mel, you can make it work. But just one? All right. <laughs> two dresses you know for well. the entire month of December. How long have we been friends for? 25 years. <laughs> okay. Clearly you know me. Okay, so two dresses, that's right. I did commit that I was gonna be a part of a campaign called December, where you wear one or two dresses to stop human trafficking and modern day slavery. So thank you for being a part of this. My pleasure. 
two dresses for the month of December. Okay, so that was so much fun being with Lee here at Denise Boutiques, and we're so thankful for their clothing sponsorship. We're also thankful for International Justice Mission and their sponsorship to us on the show. And that is why I am actually wearing two dresses for the month of December, because what it is, it's bringing awareness to end sexual trafficking and modern day slavery. And that's what we're about here on See Her Love. We're about women helping women all over the world, lending our voices, empowering women, coming alongside women to help them. So I hope you get on board with this, December2019.ca. And I'm so glad that you're a part of us, encouraging us as we encourage and support women around the world. So stay tuned, there's more to come. And you're also gonna see me every day with my dress, and accessories and what we're gonna do next. So I hope you stay tuned. Um, uh. Okay, so that was our news and views. Did you hear what, why is everybody laughing and shocked? I feel like I watched the wrong clip. Um. I think I watched the wrong clip because it said that you were only wearing two dresses yes. for 31 days. Yes. Okay. I for need to. Let me just. Yeah. Let me just. Okay. I've known her <laughs> since the beginning, day one. Let me look at the camera. If Melinda Estabrooks is wearing uh, uh, two dresses, Maranatha, the Lord is coming. <laughs> I'm like, you wear two dresses in the See, first just look morning. Up. I know, that's why I didn't want to tell you guys. It was this big I, this news. This was the surprise. This was a surprise because I'm wearing two dresses. I was going to do one, but then, you know, the practical washing. So International Justice Mission was gracious to say, yep, you can have two. And I'm literally wearing only two dresses for the month of December so wow. that we can bring awareness so. to end modern day slavery. Wow. And yes. I know. Yeah. Now listen, I don't get me wrong. I've thought about the Christmas parties <laughs> and work and all the things I'm doing and you wear a dress. And, it, and, I, and I thought, you know what? It's gotta take some sacrifice. Mm. So Annie was here to kind of give some thought to this because it is part of like just a really beautiful partnership that we have with International Justice Mission Canada. And so yeah. maybe you can tell a little bit about December because I, I'm still like, in Megan's you. like, what? <laughs> Wait, what did you say? 31 days and two dresses. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, is it 15 days, one, 16 other? <laughs> only when you go out. You're just gonna pajamas a lot in December. I'm not going out, I'm staying home. <laughs> to for, just be, Melinda wears two outfits a day. <laughs> So we oh, just need man. to put this okay. in the right And place. Annie was going to put it all yes, in place. Yes. Make sense yes. of yes. this for Please us. Please make yeah. sense. So thankful, <laughs> so thankful that you're actually using this platform and the opportunity to talk about mm. the real problem out there. In mm. human trafficking, it's like a disease. Mm. And Dressember is an opportunity. And I would invite mm. each one of you mm -hmm. to join mm -hmm. this movement with one dress wow. for yeah. all of yeah. December okay. so that you can be the voice yes. for the Dressember movement wow. and uh, end human trafficking wow. around the world. Um, join with International Justice Mission and, you know, wear a bow tie if you're a man yeah. or mm. wear a dress, same dress every yeah. single day. Powerful um, Amazing. All of December. And all the information is, is this December 2019 dot, I think, CA. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it is. And I will say this, it was really funny because every time I said this to my girlfriends, they had the same response. And there was an option where you could wear a dress every day, like a different dress. But I thought, it, it's got to be hard yeah. mm. because then there's no sacrifice or or like that that grit of oh it's costing me something yeah. and so 
It is, and, and I will say, Anu, honestly, it <laughs> brought me great anxiety. Um, and I know it's, it's funny and I'm working through all that, but it, I think because I wanna see um, women released from slavery mm -hmm. and, and girls so rescued, good. and so I'm gonna we're gonna do that. Yeah. That's great. Thank you, thank you. So that was the news and views. I knew I wanted to save it because I wanted these responses, and I'm so thrilled. Well, when we come back, we're gonna be talking now about these amazing women and the great work that they do in their neighborhoods, country, and the world. And again, like I said, I want to grow up just to be like them. That's coming up. Start your week off with me in your inbox. Sign up for our weekly newsletter today for exclusive content of See Here Love. Blogs, behind the scenes footage, and access to giveaways you'll love. Sign up today and let's start our week together. I think you're all still reeling from the fact that I'm wearing two dresses. Yeah. Maybe you need to join me and we'll talk about that after. But let's talk about you, the work that you do while you do it. Because I think the best way to empower and encourage women to help women is to share your story of why you're doing what you're doing. So Anu, I want to start with you because, you know, as the executive director of International Justice Mission, mm -hmm. first of all, congratulations, mm -hmm. Canada. Well done. Thank you. Bravo. So we love good. seeing women in those places of influence and leadership. But why are you doing what you're doing and how can women sort of step into those places of courage to to help other women? Uh, to begin with, I'm a survivor of violence myself mm -hmm. and I was introduced to the space when nobody showed up for me. Mm -hmm. um, the easiest response when you are in that space is to just do the same thing that you never received. Mm. I didn't want to be that mm -hmm. and I wanted to show up and International Justice Mission's theory of change was the perfect segue mm. from what I experienced in my life to what I wanted to see mm. uh, and what I wanted women and men and families mm -hmm. around the world to experience mm -hmm. uh, for someone to show up for them. Mm -hmm. um, wow. So that's really how I first started mm. with IJM and there's no looking back. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Good for you. So it takes that courage mm -hmm. to, to step out and say, I don't want to be that. Yes, and it's also a responsibility, I would say. The, the issue of modern day slavery, it's, it's, it's so present. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the easiest response for us would be to say, well, I don't know where it is happening. Right. What can I do about right. it? Right. Uh, so I'll continue to live my life the way I'm living, uh, or I want to do something uh, and you know actively participate, and not just be someone who is watching history repeat itself uh, yes. in the most gruesome manner. Yeah. Uh, when you can actually take a step and do step forward and do something about it. Amazing, Anu. So inspiring. It's great, great. Now, Megan, uh, as executive director of the Mississauga Food Bank, you come in contact with a lot of women and families that are in great need. Mm -hmm. How did you get there and, and, and what is the great need around you know, food and, and help in that way? I grew up in a family that was involved in a variety of nonprofits, and so I was fortunate to not fall into it by accident, but have it presented as an option for how you could put your skills uh, to work serving other people. Um, so I've worked in nonprofits my whole career, but when I applied to work at the Mississauga Food Bank, I've been there almost 10 years now, um, I didn't even know there was a food bank in my city, let alone a network of agencies serving 
thousands and thousands of people every day. And people are struggling to make ends meet, whether it's because they have a disability, they're new to the country, um, single parent families, whatever it is, they just don't have enough money to get to the end of the month. And so the food bank helps them to get over that hump by providing healthy food so that fridges and lunch boxes and cupboards aren't empty for families who live in the city where I live too. So needed. Hey, it's Chris, friend of See, Here Love with Melinda. Sorry to interrupt this conversation, but I just had to let you know that the only way that See, Here Love gets to produce fun and authentic conversations like this one is through your financial donations. So go to seeherelove.com and click on the big donate button. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. My question is, in, for both cases, how can we respond? How can we respond to IJM? How can we respond to the food bank? Mm. To begin with, I mean, it's important to know that slavery exists. Mm -hmm. It is also important to know that the solution to ending this problem also exists. Mm -hmm. So building awareness and mm -hmm. knowing that you can take actions, mm -hmm. um, and you can support, say, International Justice mm -hmm. Mission is the world's largest anti-human trafficking mm -hmm. organization. Learn more about what we do. Mm -hmm. It's a lot about education. Mm -hmm. I mean, for you, a lot of people don't know the needs are great and that people line up for food. Well, and especially in a city like Mississauga, you look around and you see, you know, uh, condo towers and houses and cars, and it seems like an affluent space. Um, but 15% of the city lives below the poverty line. It's over wow. 100,000 people who would wow. live on less than $40,000 for a family in a year. And, I mean, if you think of the average rent for a one-bedroom apartment being almost $2,000, you can understand why people need assistance to mm -hmm. make ends meet. I'm so glad you guys are in those spaces. Now, Cheryl, I know that you're, you work with young kids in the yeah. city, in, in the inner city. Yeah, and, and like Anu, I, I came from that situation. I was an at-risk youth myself mm -hmm. and uh, on and off the street for a few years, uh, involved in gangs and just were very broken. And uh, mm -hmm. I've dedicated my life because I, I see myself in every mm -hmm. single one of those young people. Mm -hmm. And so the work that I do is in schools, um, mm -hmm. uh, in detention centers. I run at-risk uh, camps for kids, at-risk uh, kids camps, and uh, giving back. And I just feel like it's so important that, um, can I say this? Our story isn't the reason for us to shrink. Mm -hmm. It's actually the reason to show up. Oh, yes, said. exactly. So yeah. the pain of our past is the very reason that we step in. Yeah, yeah. good, yeah. good. Amazing. Now, Linda, you're also working with marginalized and vulnerable women as well. I do, I do. My day job is working um, as an entertainment partnerships manager at World Vision, and you know, extreme poverty really hits uh, women hardest. I think uh, a little quick stat is that um, the amount of hours that women and girls go to fetch water just in Sub-Sahara Africa is um, e equivalent of the entire workforce of the country of France, yeah. right? So extreme poverty wow. affects women and girls the most, and so really working in that space in the most vulnerable, in the most fragile context is, uh, is such a privilege to be able to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. So good, and you know, I think for myself, I'm not in those places, but in the place that God's given me to give platform mm. to share stories and to say, mm -hmm. hey, how can yeah. we, how can we as women and men yeah. um, support one another? Absolutely. It's it's part of all of us yeah. together Helping doing something. Helping by extension, right? Mm -hmm. Helping by extension. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of thoughts. We're gonna come back with more thoughts, but now let's go to Joanne in Studio C as she shares from the good word about the goodness in helping others. Let's go to Joanna. Thanks, Mal. The whole See, Hear, Love community, what we're trying to do is champion women. And we do that because we have a very good model in the person of Jesus. 
I think contrary to what some people might think about the way of Christianity, actually Jesus was really for women and uplifted women, so much so that in every one of the four gospels, the very first people who are to preach that Jesus has risen from the dead, the best news in the world that he has conquered sin and death on our behalf, it's women. It's women who do it. Let me read it to you out of one of the accounts, Matthew 28. The, when they go to the tomb on the third day after Jesus was killed, it says, the angel said to the woman, don't be afraid. I know you're looking for Jesus who was crucified, but he's not here. He's risen just as he said, come quickly and see where we laid him. Then go and tell his disciples, he's risen from the dead and is going ahead of you to Galilee. Now go and see him. I've told you so. Women were the first people to preach the best news in the world. Let that sink into what that means for you as a woman, beloved by Christ, made in the image of God. Male and female, we are created by God. And so both men and women together are created to do good works, to be championed by God himself and to all that he has for us to use all our skills and gifts to bring good news in the kingdom of God. I don't know what you've been told about your value and worth as a woman, but I want you to know what Jesus thinks of you as a woman and what we at this show think of you as a woman. You are beloved. You are precious. You have purpose. You have meaning. You have calling. Jesus himself intercedes for you to the Father. By his Holy Spirit, we are strengthened and championed to go out into the world with the best news in the world. He didn't leave it to men to do first. The best news in the world was first taught by women, first preached by women. And so you are championed by Jesus and you can go out and tell the good news too. Hi, I'm Melinda, host and executive producer of See Here Love. And today on the show, we're talking about women helping women, women supporting women, women giving a voice to women. And that's what See Here Love is all about. You see, our world is connected more than ever before, and yet loneliness is at an all-time high. Far too many people are suffering from feeling isolated, but it seems especially difficult for young millennial women. And I think that's why my favorite part of the entire See Here Love program is the community it builds. Whether you're watching the show on television or reading our blogs or viewing our YouTube videos or listening to our podcasts or connecting with us on social media, See Here Love brings us all together. It intentionally creates a place where you can be seen, heard, and loved. And that is at the heart of us all, isn't it? The need to be known and loved. Whether it's hopelessness, loneliness, fear, shame, or whatever you're dealing with, love covers all of these. Christ's love covers all of these. And that is why I'm inviting you to join our community. Our See Here Love community needs you, your wisdom, your perspective, your voice. We need you. So join in on the discussions on our blog and comment with your thoughts on our YouTube videos. Share your thoughts and prayers with us in the studio. And become a See Here Love monthly supporter, a community member, to help ensure that this See Here Love community continues. Your monthly gift of $20 combined with the generosity of others will create a foundation that See Here Love can thrive, flourish, and continue to build a safe and authentic community, a place where you can be seen, heard, and deeply loved by God. Please give today at seeherelove.com donate. So there's so much wisdom on this <laughs> stage right now. Yeah. I just want to like take it all in. So here's what I want. I, I want you to just sort of what is at your heart about women helping women? What motivates you? Why you do it? Encouragement? I think I'm just asking a lot, but what's in your heart about the work that you do? Why? And why you're doing what you're doing? Mm -hmm. Megan, why don't you start us off? 
I, I think for me is when you know that someone is struggling in your own in your own sphere in your life, you want to step in and do something. And like Anna said, when you learn about something, when you've been made aware of an issue, you can't not act. Mm -hmm. And so, from my perspective, when I found out that neighbors, thousands of families in my own community were struggling, being able to use my skills and I worked on the fundraising side to ensure that there was food and funds available so that people could eat seemed like a natural connection. Wow. Yeah. And even when I tell stories to kids in schools or I'm at a senior's residence or whatever it is, once people know, if it connects with their heart, there's that sense of now what can I do? And so mm. finding those opportunities to make people aware of something and just kind of open that door for folks. Yeah, we all have a voice and we mm -hmm. all can do something. I mm -hmm. think it's just that God help us to see mm -hmm. the need and yeah. then step in to do something. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Thanks, Megan. Thanks for your good work. Yeah. I know that uh, there's a few people we know that have actually accessed the um, food yeah, bank. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, I grew up in a single mother home with two sisters and we were in, we experienced um, needing women's shelters and having to go to the food bank for our own food. And so for me, I'm like, what an amazing full circle moment it, would this be? <laughs> Be, yeah. even for me to get involved, for yeah. me to be like, hey, give me more information because I would love to participate now mm -hmm. to give back. And how awesome of an experience is that? And mm -hmm. I think, you know, um, Melinda, you ask about women helping women. There's enough in our lives that is difficult. There's enough <laughs> burdens that we carry as women. There's enough, um, you know, women take care, are the primary, oftentimes the primary caregivers of, their, of children, of their aging parents, mm. of folks around them. And I think um, oftentimes when you think about who's the one who eats last, is usually mom, you know, or who's the one who, who doesn't, who, who's least taken care of, it's usually the female matriarch in the family. But if we can serve one another, if we can help one another, if we can lift each other up. Oh my gosh, it's a revolution. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I, I love what you said. I, I just want to piggyback off of that because you said that you have had the experience of needing a food Absolutely. bank and so now you feel drawn. Mm -hmm. And the two things that came to me really quick is that pain recognizes pain. Mm -hmm. And so people think that they have to, there's that rare moment where your story literally aligns like you and I, Anu. Mm -hmm. But uh, mm -hmm. even if you don't have that direct experience, mm -hmm. pain recognizes pain. And so uh, there's, there's that commonality of, of, mm -hmm. of reaching out and helping someone. And so for me, um, that's what's that's what triggered me. Beautiful. Preach it. Right. Preach it, sister. <laughs> Anu. Yeah. You know, I think it is very much part of a woman's nature. Mm. Instinctively, we nurture. Yeah. We nourish. Yeah. We bring life. We protect. Yeah. Mm. So mm. when you hear of stories, um, I mean, like when I experienced uh, firsthand when I went to Uganda, I saw girls as young as eight. Mm lying down, you know, with their legs spread open because they were raped on the way to school. Access to education was free. There were organizations which were giving this, but to go there, mm. it wasn't Dangerous. safe. Mm -hmm. So just the, the fact that, I mean, as a woman, I was unable to protect. Mm -hmm. There are several other people in spaces who have that deep desire mm to want to protect and make sure that the world is safer for their children mm -hmm. yeah. and for people who you have not birthed. I mean, they don't need to be born in your womb to be mm -hmm. protected right. by you. So I think it is deeply etched in us to woman up and show up mm. and care for oh, people. Yes. Love woman it. up, I love woman that. Woman up, I love that, woman yeah. up. Woman up. So it's the most natural response. I mean, be it to addressing issues mm. of violence or to build each other up to make sure that we can, through you, you mm. and you, mm you know, be there. Mm -hmm.
You women are amazing, and I want to woman up now. <laughs> I'm gonna woman up like and grow up to be just like you guys, so, and gals. You are amazing. Thank you, thank You're you amazing. so much. Well, another amazing woman is Lisa Peck, and she's standing on a street corner in Toronto <laughs> as she asks the second generation Canadians, how do we move from self-centeredness to other-centeredness and begin helping those in need? Let's take a look. Well, thank you, Mel, so much for that compelling conversation. Now we're going to hear from a couple ladies um, who kind of have a different perspective on this issue. And so, um, Courtney and Senia, how well do you think we consider others? And is there a way that we can change our posture to better consider others more than ourselves? Well, I would say off the top of my head and just straight away, I don't think we do a good job at caring okay. for others. Well, why, why do you think that is? I think a lot of us think about the other as the other uh, and inherent in that um, perspective or that perception of another person is a superiority complex, is a sense mm. of I have something that I can give to you. Yeah, yeah. And actually that is like a deeply dehumanizing and belittling way of looking at another person. We so deserve. we give them resources, but none of that human dignity or the compassion that needs yeah. to yeah. accompany that deed. Yeah. What about you, Senia? Well, so I'm up here um, in the verbs, yeah. sort of-ish, mm -hmm. and I come from a diaspora context. Yeah. And so when I'm hearing you say all that stuff, I think, oh, yeah, that totally resonates with me. I think that we're not doing a really good job, especially because I come from a culture that's hierarchical. Right. It yep. demands, there's a certain demand of respect and honor. Mm -hmm. uh, and so the younger generation doesn't always feel like they're heard. But simultaneously, I think the older generation also doesn't feel heard. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and so it's this tricky dynamic of crossing cultures, crossing languages. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it fundamentally comes down to, we don't actually know how to care for one another mm -hmm. because we don't know how to listen. Yeah. Well, what I'm hearing from you ladies is that in order to be for us to be able to consider and care for others better, we need to listen first and understand their stories in order yeah. to really meet their needs. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Mel, back to you. Well, thanks, Lisa Pack and friends. I love hearing the next generation's heart and thoughts as they wrestle through these kinds of questions. Thank you, Linda, Anu, Megan, and Cheryl for your great thoughts and the great work that you do. You are inspiring. And I'm going to woman up. Yes. Here on in. And to you, our viewers and listeners, if we can help you in any way, pray for you, resource you, please connect with us at seeherlove.com slash hello. And if you're needing inspiring reading and video material to help you along your journey, it's all there on our website and on our YouTube channel. We want to be a community of women supporting women, women helping women, and women giving women a voice. And as you go about your day, working, parenting, leading, creating, influencing, you are seen, heard, and deeply loved by God. Bye-bye. Melinda's Hair by Paolo Marola. Melinda's Clothing sponsored by Denise Boutiques. Clothes for every woman. Shopdenise.ca. Deeks Insurance is a proud sponsor of the See Here Love Studio. 
See Here Love with Melinda Estabrooks is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit seeherelove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. And from me and the See Here Love team, thanks so much for your support.